Hey. Hey, man. It's good to see you, man. Yeah, <laughs> right. It's good to see you. Good to hear you. Yes, uh, sir. Yes, sir. It's good to be talking to y'all. Yo, yo. Back with the listenership. It's good to back be back. Back with the viewership. Yeah, everywhere. Episode 194. I know y'all missed us. Yeah, man. I know they did. Two pies out, planned, scheduled. I know y'all missed us. <laughs> oh, my God. I had so many people hit us up. Yeah, of course. Of course. <sighs> Shout out y'all, man. But we back. Hope you, hope you had a great holiday break. Sometimes you got to got to starve the people to be able to be appreciated once you come back. Yes, sir. We ready? Let's do it. All right, man. Let's get into it. She's a freaky young gal, a bisexual, but a hustler, though, and a sales snow. With the juicy fat thing, I can't let you go. Good morning. Doing, man, with all Rising ground boys is back. You know. Hey, man. Baby girl, take them trips down to Mexico. Mexico. Hey. the birds and the herb and receive her dough. Sheesh. Like a brain when she scheme a plot Set players up for change and receive but not Okay staying on hard Episode 194, man, we here I don't know shit about that <laughs> The last Lucy drop We was babies, you was a baby Yes, sir, we here, man. It's good to be back. Very good. Hey. You thought that was it? Y'all thought we laid down and quit? <laughs> oh, sir. Never like, man. We don't quit. Did Michael quit in 93? <laughs> Hell no, we like Tom Brady. No cap. Fuck the wife. We playing. At all costs. Yeah, man. Episode 194 of the Rising Ground Podcast. We back in the building. It's your boy, Roderick. It's Sir Jakari. We here, man. Can't believe it, man. I know. It feel weird. I ain't even gonna lie. It feel weird. We back in the studio. When was the last time we were here? Was it a Monday? It was a Monday, yeah. Yeah, because, so uh, we didn't we didn't give them the on Thanksgiving, yeah. So yeah, it was Monday. Y'all didn't get the Thursday Thanksgiving pod. You didn't get the Cyber Monday pod. We were on vacation. Yeah, and it feels great. Of course, I'm glad to be back, but I ain't gonna lie, I enjoyed the break. Oh my gosh! Like, not fuck y'all, but but fuck y'all. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, we love the nah, we love the viewership, the listenership, but um. I felt like a school kid. Me and Kari came into the Thursday pod like kids on the last day before Thanksgiving or Christmas break. We started like, all right, this is the beginning of the end. Okay. Um, it's really one of those days of work when you know you're about to let out for a vacay, mm-hmm. for uh some time off. And I really took that and enjoyed it. Um what about you? How was your week? I'll, I'll get into mine a little bit later. Okay. But um, how was your Thanksgiving break? Take us from when the pod let out on Thursday. Okay, absolutely. So the pod let out on Thursday, episode 193. Uh, we had last mentioned, you know, the give back that we had did with Day Spring Family Church, Chef Hoppy. Mm-hmm. Um, we mentioned that, but we hadn't done our give back yet. So right. I'll start there. So rolling into. Have we not? No, nah, we we hadn't we hadn't did it. Oh, we did the Monday part. You're right. You're right. Yeah, we hadn't did it. So of course, you know, we we accepted the donations once again. Thank you for everybody that donated. Everyone, man, we couldn't have did that without y'all, man. Y'all y'all understand how big that was. And y'all don't realize how much money y'all 
raised. I'm yeah, not, like crazy. I said, I'm not going to say the dollar. Yeah. But um, the Arise and Grind Thanksgiving give back was, was very successful thanks to you guys. Absolutely. But, uh, you know, we had, we had to pivot, you know, um, it ended up, we had to change some things around. I'm not going to go too far into detail, but yeah. our, our original plan, you know, didn't work out the way that we expected it to work out, but we pivot, we, uh, you know, we, we had to change course and we still was able to do what we wanted to do just was giving back. Yeah. You know? sh- shout out the, the Presbyterian night shelter in Fort Worth. We are natives of Fort Worth yep, yep. born raised. Well, I wasn't actually born in, in Fort Worth, yeah, but, um, either, but yeah. from age four to now my entire life i've been raised in fort worth so um we do a lot of community service work and we have over the past few years but we haven't done it in fort worth i wanted to be able and you did as well to to contribute and and bring impact and bring more to our city Mm -hmm. so uh there's a lot we do in dallas there's a lot we'll do in the Dallas area or the Arlington area, the Grand Prairie area, right. but I want to start catering to my city. So. Yeah, absolutely. And it was, it was just amazing just to do that. Like you said, um, just to give back to, you know, where we from, where we reside, uh, streets that we know, you know, areas that we know, it was just amazing, bro. Like the feeling that I had all last week was just amazing, bro. Like it was holiday just, spirit. Dog, I'm just, I was just so grateful, man, for just the, the week and everything, but standing up in the give back, like I said, we was able to do that. So, you know, we had to link up. We uh, met up at Walmart, filled up carts with fucking groceries, just food out out the ass, out the wazoo. Man, we had so much food. It was so crazy. much fucking food. We delivered. I said hundreds. We fuck around and delivered. Yeah, hundreds and yeah. hundreds and hundreds of items. Yeah, it, it was amazing, man. Then you know, on top of that, when we're in Walmart, we have people who are stopping us in Walmart, asking us what are we doing, giving us money. Say, Don't they even. <laughs> Like it's crazy. You Don't know what I mean? Even more. Man, it's just like it's just amazing, man. That feeling was crazy. And then just to see, you know, we 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 young African American men. So just to see people come up to us and, you know, ask us like, Are y'all donating this? What are y'all doing? We tell them, you know, it's for the podcast, it's for this, it's for that. And then just to see like their eyes light up and to give us our respect, you know, it was just the feeling is just amazing, man. Like I I'm so glad that we were able to to do that. Um, give back and then like I said of course it wasn't the original plan that we wanted but I don't even care man like we still was able to give back that's the most important part yeah um, I, I can't give any more shout out than I well I, I can give an endless shout out to the Presbyterian Night Shelter in Fort Worth because that was super 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 last minute yeah. um, being able to provide goods um, to them and now I feel like we have a home to to provide goods to at any moment that we need to. Yeah. Um, of course, we're going to explore every opportunity in, in our city. But, um, yeah, I feel like we always got a place with them. Absolutely. Then, shit, when we was doing it, me and you, we were talking. I was like, man, we, we got to come back here for something like, you know. Next month, you know what I'm saying. I was like, man, we got to come back like immediately because I just, I just had ideas flowing. You know, I'm seeing all the people out there. I'm like, yeah, we yeah. got to come back out here and make a difference, man. Like, this is our city. You know, we need to, we need to take care of our people. So when you see some of those streets on that south side, you, you, you want to make your way yeah, back man. out there, man. It puts it into perspective for you. But um, like I said, that was great. Moving on. Um, so that week, Wednesday, shout out to to Hobby once again. So he hit the group chat. And he was like, man, you know, I'm I'm cooking if y'all niggas want to pull up. I'm like, all right. You know what I'm saying? So I 
I show up, so I, I I'll tell my story first. Cause is this I, the day before Thanksgiving. This is Wednesday. Wednesday. Okay, yeah, right. yeah. I'm just double checking because I, I get my days mixed up, yeah. even though I was there. Yeah, for sure. So I showed up late. I had to I had to get a fade. I but did see this nigga a lot this week. Right. I showed up late, bro, and I walk in. I'm like, oh shit, the whole gang is here. Unofficial th- friendsgiving. Unofficial friendsgiving. I was like, oh shit, it's a party. You know, I wasn't expecting. Of course, I seen people like, yeah, I'm gonna pull up, but you know, I'm the last one to pull up, so. I walk in, I'm like, oh, the whole gang is here. Like everyone, guys wise. Man, it yes. was it was a great time, man. Shout out to Hobby, you know what I'm saying? He threw down, of course, always. But for sure. That's a hell of a lot of food dog. to whip up in that matter of time, though. Like that like nigga. A day, I he, guess. he be putting that shit together. Yeah, that boy be working, bro. But uh he put that shit together like a school day. I mean, bro. <laughs> yeah. But no, nah, it was just amazing. The food was great. Uh seeing all the bros was great. We kick it, you know what I'm saying? We in that bitch drinking wine, drinking alcohol. Just it was it was just cool. Like I said, it was unofficial and I think that's what made it so great because it wasn't planned, you know. So when things aren't planned, of course it could go anyway. But you know, we fam, bro. So like it was just good to see everybody's face before Thanksgiving. We were missing one. I think we were missing Leo. We were missing Leo. Shout out to yeah, Leo. Shout out LaFleur. Yeah, I should have been there. Yeah, bro. I'm on your ass, but uh but no, that was amazing. Then rolling into Thanksgiving, you know what I'm saying? Just I was just able to kick it with my people. Uh we had a couple of fam come down. Um and it was just great, bro. Like I said, I really was just I really took it in this year. I was really just present in the moment, bro. Like I swear I wasn't like in my phone. I wasn't doing nothing. Like I was Thanks one of us. Focused on my people. You know what I'm saying? Like I really was just enjoying the time. With my mom, with my dad, I had an uncle come down, my little cousin. You know what I'm saying? Like I was just like, damn man, like we need to appreciate this time. So, you know, holidays is not not the same all the time because family, you know, passed away, things like that. So I just tried to be present in the moment. But uh, my Thanksgiving was great, bro. I had, like I said, the week was amazing, amazing. I'm just, I'm grateful, man. I can't, I can't say nothing else. Um, you want me to get the money? Yeah, go ahead. Um, yeah. So I had the exact same feeling. It was an amazing week. I didn't have to work at all that week. Yeah, that's so crazy. We did the Monday pod starting out on Monday, started my Thanksgiving break. So I spent ample time at home from from Monday to Wednesday. I was at home the entire time um, catching up on sleep. Being that I'm in the school system, you know, that takes a whole lot of my time between 6.30 a.m. and 5 p.m. I'm booked. booked. I'm booked yep. and busy. Um, so it was really helpful to be able to catch up on sleep for three whole days. I think I made myself even sleepier smoking as much as I smoked <laughs> to keep it 100. Wednesday, I told myself that I was going to make a dish for the fam. I had sweet potato cornbread. Mm. Uh, yeah, it was wild. That was Wait a minute. Yeah, man. You made that? Hell yeah. Uh, How that shit taste? It was amazing. Damn. I'm not even gonna lie. I'm not too my horn, but that shit was really good. And uh I like I like to say I could cook. If you can give me a, uh, the ingredients, I can I can make the shit. This shit yep. was from scratch. This was not jiffy cornbread with <laughs> sweet potato. This was real from scratch type yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, but made the dish. I'm not gonna lie. I made it twice just to make sure I didn't fuck it up. But made one on Wednesday. <clears throat> then, like you said. Hop hits our phones saying yada yada yada. Um, I know we're not having a friendsgiving, but I'm cooking tonight. So whoever wants to pull up, just pull up. I didn't know Hoppy was cooking an entire Thanksgiving dinner. The man has turkey, ham, 
mashed potatoes, rice, greens, macaroni and cheese. You name it. You name it. Yams. <laughs> he had a Everything, sweet potato man. pie. Everything. He had a sweet potato cheesecake. Yep. He had a Sakatimi cake. Shout out Mama Hop. Yep, yep. Um, Cookies too, the cookies. The, the cookies. Cinnamon, yeah, the, what is this? What is cinnamon this? chip cookies? Cinnamon chip cookies, yeah. I walked Crazy. in that house blazed. I wanted those cookies <laughs> immediately. Yeah, that's the thing, man, because like I, I don't eat as much sweets as I used to, right? As a kid. Even on like Thanksgiving and shit. Like I love pie, but sometimes I just I don't know, like my stomach don't be accepting it. But right. at, at Hoppy's crib. Oh, I'm going for it. Nigga, I had cake. I had cookies. I was in there bitch eating everything. <laughs> Absolutely. Um Hoppy. Has the damn near fishbowl wine glasses over there at the crib. Yep, yep. Those are deep ass wine glasses. I like the fact that we're in our mid twenties now, and we are not under this assumption that we have to act like the guys. Like the guys, they, the stereotypical societal guys. They're not going to order cocktails in front of guys, the mixed drinks that are colorful. They're going to order beers. They're going to order hard drinks, shots, things like that. That's how we do it. I don't care about any of that. Not us. I am a grown man. It was glasses of wine in that motherfucker. You heard me. I already said we was in that bitch passing wine bottles around. Oh, my gosh. We we had our glasses. It was like a wine taste. Hell of a time. I'm I'm swigging this bitch around. (laughs) Oh, my God. I didn't even know what the hell I was doing. I was just swigging around like I knew what the fuck I was doing. I don't give a damn. We were having conversation with weed cultivators in the building um, that happened to show up about getting into the wine game, where we need to be tasting wine, taking the trip to the Valley, taking the trip to Napa. Napa Valley. We was really having good dialogue, enjoying good conversation. You missed, you still got your time in, but before you pulled up, we went around the table and stated everything that everybody was thankful for yeah. uh hoppy acted like he didn't want to do it at first but we were able to to get that entire thing going then when you pulled up it was even more of a good time it's a good time when everybody finally starts to pull up um like i said Lafleur wasn't there Lafleur, you would have made the shit Hilarious. whole yeah yes. whole it would have been whole uh for sure it wasn't whole without you but um yeah, it was it was just an overall good time on Wednesday. Mm. You, we were tipsy, drunk, whatever it was from the wine. We had smoked high, whatever. We had a good time, laughed, chilled, and then we took it home. Went to sleep. Woke up next morning. It's Thanksgiving Day, <laughs> and just like I told y'all last Monday, I woke up Thanksgiving Day. I rolled my damn. Uh, See you. Oh, yeah. I, I had to let y'all know that I was playing by the rules. I let of you know course, my rules. Man, this, hey, man, this ain't no gimmicks around yeah, here, man. No, I'm not playing with y'all. Come on now. I'm playing by the rules. I told y'all I'm going to wake up. I'm going to get the, the greenery going. Of course. I'm going to turn on that Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. I made sure y'all saw I was up early watching the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. I saw you, Cody. When that's done, dog show. When that's done, football. By that time, I'm over at Mom Duke's house. We killing the food. The moment I walk in, we bless the food. Mm. That that's amazing. You ooh, was on time. I was on ooh, time. Boy, you did that. I was I was super duper that. on time. Yeah, yeah. But um, the moment the moment I walked in, it was time to bless the food. Okay, who blessed the food? Was it you? No. What I will say is usually, 
if my mother's boyfriend, who's super, super, super religiously and spiritually in tune, he usually does the prayer. If he doesn't, I do it because okay. I'm the next in that line. Right, of course. Um, I walked in. I said, Mom, do she made me do the prayer every single year. Somebody else is doing that prayer. <laughs> she knew she knew my sisters was going to have an attitude. Yeah. Mom Dukes took the prayer. Okay. So, prayer, got right to the food, nap, just like I said, after first yeah, meal. Of course. Um, wake up. I'm watching that Cowboys. The Cowboys game was amazing. I'm not a Cowboys fan like that, but of course I enjoy good football. The Cowboys game was amazing on Thanksgiving Day. You know I'm going to do it. You know I'm going to do, do it. it. You know I'm going to do it. Because when we had this conversation, you, you busted out laughing. The most watched NFL game in history. This is the 42 type. 42 million viewers. America's team. This is the type of shit <laughs> the Cowboys fans do. Shout out America's team, man. Shout out the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, it was a great game. No, I got to give it to him. But you this know, is the type of shit the Cowboys fans do. And I know we have an entire Texas listenership. So, uh, y'all, I'm going to ruffle your feathers. Yes, you have winning seasons. Yeah. But there will be those one to two round playoff fizzle outs. Yep. Not that successful in the postseason. Haven't been to the Super Bowl 26 years, whatever it is. Yep. Yet you guys are gone off of the most watched. You niggas will die for an accolade. Hey, man, man, team. Okay. <laughs> Yo, I, don't, Cow- I don't know what else you want me to say. Cowboys fans will die for a fucking accolade. Most profitable team in the world. Hey, man. Most watched team hey, in man. the world. You know what I'm saying? I need you niggas to come through with stats. Yeah, man. I, I on field stats. We we hated when the fucking when when the Steelers when y'all got that last <laughs> ring because that we had that forever. Big dynasty type shit. We had that shit forever. When y'all got that last ring, it was like fuck. Mm-hmm. Shout out 2008. Yeah, man. We almost had seven on y'all ass. Yeah. Fucking Lil Wayne and those Packers. <laughs> I remember that year. Go Pack, go. Stupid cheeseheads. <clears throat> but outside of that, where are we at? Friday? I didn't do Black Friday shopping. Mm, I'm glad you brought that up, man. Did you Black Friday shop? Man, so look, I'm not the type to go out. I never want to go out with the crazies, man. It's just too much. I value my life. You know what I'm saying? Shit get crazy out there. Shit get hectic. Very. Um, but I ain't gonna lie to you. I never really Black Friday shop, even online. Ever? Not really, bro. Oh, I've been. I remember the 2000 to 2010 days okay. where I've seen niggas get stomped over. That's before. what I'm saying. See, I don't. I'm, I'm not about that. So like, no, I, I don't really go outside. I don't really online shop. But this year, I don't know what it was. Oh, you went. I was online shopping, bro. Mm, not I, even Cyber Monday, Black Friday. Man, Black Friday, bro. I bought a lot of shit. I bought some clothes. Um, you know what I'm saying? I bought a few Christmas gifts for, for fam, you, all type of shit, bro. Um, Can I get into that real quick yeah, before go ahead, you move on? Go ahead. Go ahead. I walk in <laughs> to do the pod, okay? Yeah, man. I get here into the stoop before Kari even arrives. Yeah. So I, uh, I walk in. In my seat, there's a mailbox. Not an actual mailbox, but a box from the mail, uh, a parcel box. So it looks like a square size. I'm like, what the fuck? Okay. I mean, I just set it to the side because it's got Kari's name on it. I, I don't get mail um, or open mail that doesn't have my name on it. Yes. Kari walks in. I said, you know, you got this here for you. He said, no, nah, that's all you. 
I'm looking at the shape of this box. I'm like, this nigga buy me a fucking Rolex? What, the, <laughs> what, what, what is, what's going on? Um, just a couple of weeks ago, I was talking to Kari about our middle school, junior high days. And we grew up in that 2010 to 2014 kind of era. I mean, that goes all the way from middle school through our, our high school years. But um, we grew up in the era of G-Shocks being the really big watch. Yeah. If if you were lit in that era and you were in grade school, you had a G-Shock watch. Um, you had one. I had one. A lot of our homeboys that really were able to get that had one. I opened the box because I, I was just talking to Corey about it maybe a week or so ago about how I've seen them in my promotions on my email. And I'm like, man, these G-Shocks are starting to look hard as fuck. Yeah. I'm copping another one. This nigga Corey copped me a fucking G-Watch on some, uh, a G-Shock watch yeah. on some Christmas shit. Yeah. I opened it, it's blued out in the face. <laughs> Paisley. You know what I'm saying? Look like a flag. Yeah, you already man. know what time it you is. You already know how we get there. Yeah, you already know how we c- 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 coming. What, what do you say? I, hanging on the left side. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. the side. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? But nah, bro, um, like I said, just we've had a great year. You know what I'm saying? Hell um, yeah. Hell just, yeah. You know, personally, but also just, you know, business-wise with the pod. So, um, you know, when you mentioned that, I was like, you know, I'm going to take care. You, you you had mentioned you want to be the one to bring it back. You know what I'm saying? Because obviously, you know, we see people wearing them online, but as far as like our group and who we associate with, we not wearing G-Shocks anymore. Yeah. But she was like, you know, I want to bring that shit back. So it just, it was on my mind. Like I said, I was really, um, I bought something for my mom as well because, you know, her, her birthday is also in December. But Right. Shout I, out Mom Dukes. Bro, like I just, like I've had such a great year. I've said on every pod this year how grateful I am. Literally, like every episode, you know Same. what I'm saying. So, hella um, blessed. Like I just, I just was trying to take care of everybody. So, like the bros coming. To, I know we're gonna do like a secret Santa, but like I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to take care of everybody, bro. But yeah, it was just on my mind. Like I said, uh, I just wanted to do that, bro. So glad you love yeah, it. You well, know what I'm saying? That shit, well, that shit icy. That shit absolutely. Icy. I know this probably looks even better in person than it did uh, when when you fucking purchased yeah, absolutely. it. Absolutely, it's octagonal like a fucking AP. Yeah, man, that shit fire. That shit fire. But uh, oh but yeah, God. like I said, just Black Friday, bro. So I, I normally don't, you know what I'm saying. But I was just feeling good this year. But anyways, for myself too, man, I, I cashed out. Like I said, I bought some clothes and shit. Um, but the deals this year, like I ain't gonna lie, maybe I just. It was hidden. Send my email out too much these days, but like nigga, I got so many emails. It was yeah. hard not to shop. It was so hard not to shop. Like the deals were going crazy this year. I was like, okay, I gotta buy something. This is another thing as age goes on that it, the the toxic masculinity is no longer an issue for me. The only place that tempted the fuck out of me, Corey. You know how hard it was to not go to Bath and Body Works? Mm, what did they have? See, Every fucking see, I, fucking I even thing. Know. I don't even know. Oh, my know. goodness. And we, we had this conversation uh, a few weeks ago. Because I picked up them all those wallflowers. They right. were like they were on sale for like two ninety nine. dollars I missed it. Remember, I pulled up to your crib. I said, bro, I missed the sale. You I saw my pissed. bag. I had like eight, I nine wallflowers pissed. in there. I was pissed. So, yeah, nigga, I don't care about that. Yeah, I like, like, I like my shit to smell good. In high school, we would have been like, bro, what the fuck are y'all right. doing inside Bath and Body Works yeah. like that? Nigga getting candles. <laughs> Oh, Wall, wallflowers, wallflowers soaps dude. in this bitch <laughs> are you serious <laughs> this, this, this place smells amazing thanks bro uh but that was probably my biggest stay the fuck away from mm-hmm. there because 
I, I love my place smelling nice. I love candles type shit. Um, the wildflowers. And I'm the festive thing in my, my room now mm-hmm. at work. So it was hard staying out of that shit. But I didn't do Black Friday. I didn't do Cyber Monday. Yeah, I didn't really do Cyber Monday, but but Black Friday they got me this year. I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. Like, yeah, it sounds like it. It seems like it. I was shocked. Yeah, but it was it was shit that I needed. Like I said, the gifts, but I also needed like the clothes for myself. Like I really don't shop often, bro. So I was just like, you me know, either. let me let me just buy some shit. And I really just bought like a lot of winter shit just because I'm just trying to change in my wardrobe. And you know, uh, this one thing we didn't mention as well over the break, nigga, we we booked the trip. Oh my we gosh! We booked the trip. Yes, as we were getting into the weekend, was it the weekend when we finally booked the trip? So or? We, we actually booked it the same night of Rory and Mall. We just didn't mention it. We did we, book we, that we the night it, of Rory and Mall. We booked it in the stands. <laughs> we did book that in the stands. Yeah, bro. Uh, so yeah, niggas really having these days. Yeah, something like that. You know, me and Kari were we were looking around and we were like, you know, we've been hearing of that Nas concert. At the garden, going crazy. We know it's going to sell out. Yep. So why don't we get our tickets to that Madison Square Garden Nas concert while we can? We picked those up for February. We're headed to New York in February. Shout out New York, man. And shout out the New York listenership. Yeah, yeah. We are we going to tap in, but we're going to be in the in the city in february so yeah, yeah we're gonna tap in with the listenership i want to be able to connect with some of the listenership while we're there absolutely man and then just all next year like we we're gonna do a lot of traveling you know what i'm saying just just bu- this is really a busy trip you know what i'm saying we're gonna be out, out there on the company card yeah, yeah. going crazy little company card <laughs> shit going <laughs> on stupid Corporate card. you know what i'm saying but uh but nah man like i said next year we're gonna really do a lot of traveling but the first stop is gonna be new york in february we will be out there for the concert shout out kid i hit you up we're gonna be out there absolutely as well bro we gotta you know what i'm saying uh, it's been a minute kid since when the last time kid was here he was he was here in the studio i, I think that say, was like may yeah i was like may april or June. april or may yeah yeah um last time we did but yeah with kid damn there's plenty of places we're gonna make our way to yeah. next year um in in this area for sure i've already talked to kari not set in stone i want to do a show in the city next year yeah keep it a hundred I want to do a show in D.C. next year. Shout out D.C., man. Like I said, nothing set in stone yet. Uh, we're making our way to our, our hot spots. Yeah. But um, we see y'all up there, D.C. And Absolutely. I'm, we definitely... We are... We definitely going to D.C. next year yeah. without a doubt. If, it's, it's, like, it's written already. If New York was the only city that we had planned and didn't visit anywhere except one other place, we're going to D.C. Yeah, next I year. I promise like, you we will be in D.C. I, yeah. I, we, we are making our way to yeah. Washington, D.C. The numbers out there are just crazy, man. The fact that in such a fast period of time, y'all have damn near matched the Texas listenership. Yeah, like crazy. you are not that far behind at all from the Texas listenership. Yeah. That that's really big. So hats off to yeah. fucking Washington DC. Yeah, we absolutely. we coming out there. Plenty of other places we coming out there too. Absolutely, man. But uh, but yeah, outside of that, that that really wrapped up um, the break. But one thing I will say, um, like I said, I was I was really being present. So I took this break to also take a break from social media. You did. So I, I it was only like four or five days. But Actually, pissed me off. There was a lot of funny stuff that I sent man, you didn't know, look at. I know when I got back, that shit was hilarious. Yeah. But uh, but that shit just helped me as well, just to 
just to be clear, man, like I wanted I wanted to take this break and like really just not think about nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like I want to just focus on me, man. Like, of course, I, I missed the pod, but I really put the pod like on the back burner for for the first time all year. You know what I'm saying? It, it, Same. Felt, it felt weird, though. I ain't gonna lie. Like it was a good weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I was I was glad to like not have to do shit. But just lay around and watch football. And, you know, I was like, damn. But it felt weird. Like, I should be working. I should be doing this. But I'm so glad for the break. And taking the break from social media, bro, like I said, it just helped me just be focused and present and just be mindful of everything that's going on around. You know, we get lost in social media sometimes, bro. So it was only like all the time, all the time, but only like four or five days. But I promise you that shit helped me so much, like. I was hitting niggas up, like, just tapping in, checking in with, with, you know, my frat brothers, like, other people. I'm just like, how y'all niggas doing? Like, what y'all up to? You know what I'm saying? Like, it just allowed me to just focus, bro. So, I feel great. Coming back into 194, bro, I feel amazing. That break from the pod, from social media, from everything, like, that shit has me feeling amazing. I feel great, too. Um, Yeah, I think that about wraps it up for me. I know. I feel like I'm missing something, but I think... No, I, th- I think we're I think we're right on track. Unless you wanted to detail Monday through through fucking Thursday for this him. week. Nah, bro, we good. Yeah, man, I, this has just been back back to reality, yeah. work week, shit like that. Yeah, I hope y'all have thrown those fucking Thanksgiving leftovers away. Oh my god, please, because uh, that shit is nasty. I know some of us. We've all heard plies. We've all heard the plies video. We don't have to go over the plies video, but I just want to bring some insight to you. If you go out to the finest steakhouse in your city, you wouldn't eat that shit six days later. <laughs> your fucking homemade food is not that preservable. It's not that good. We are, it's Thursday. We are seven days out from Thanksgiving. Yeah, it's no. If you have anything left, throw it the fuck out. I don't care. Stop making sandwiches. Like I, even if you don't have enough for a plate anymore, yeah. stop throwing the turkey and the dressing on bread, making sandwiches. That shit's so fire though, bro. I know, I know it is. <laughs> Cut it out. Cut it out. It's yeah. over, guys. I was done. Uh, I had my last plate on Saturday. I had my last plate on Monday morning, but the- I didn't. I didn't eat any Thanksgiving food on Friday, so I only ate Wednesday, Thursday, and Saturday Thanksgiving food. After that, I was done. Oh no, I, I grew up. I'm a part of the culture. Mama, I don't live with mama no more, but uh, I can hear mama's voice in my head. No, we definitely still got Thanksgiving food in that refrigerator. The next day, mama, can we go get, mm-mm, we got ham. <laughs> I, I see some dressing. Mm-mm, we got greens in yeah, here. We yeah. got bread. We got, mama, the next day, mm-mm, we still got macaroni and cheese in here. I see some some rice, some macaroni, uh, some, some mashed potatoes. And there goes some turkey. Put it together. Nah. Mother. No, throw that out, guys. Nah, man. That shit was fucking my stomach up, bro. I ate so much. That's that's another reason why I didn't want to eat it. Like, bro, shit just weird these days. You know what I'm saying? For, for for me. Yeah, for me, bro. Like, of course, I know food and shit. We can get into GMOs and all that. I, I know we eat a lot of processed shit. But even just outside of that, like, my body just don't be accepting that shit, bro. Like, I was fucked up. So I was just like, I don't want to <laughs> eat this no more. Like, I'm toe up. Like, for real, Friday, I was toe up. I'm a huge cabbage fan. I already know cabbage does shit dirty, <laughs> dirt cheap. Yeah. Um. This shit had me about to see the doctor. <laughs> see what I mean? Like, 
it was to the point where I was, I'm going to get a little TMI with the pod. I was, I was in a 12 round bout with my toilet and my ass. <laughs> I, I, I'm like, this nigga's a heavyweight. No, the toilet was the heavyweight. The cabbage was the heavyweight. And I was like, why is it beating me? Why does this hurt? <laughs> oh, that's blood. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. I'm, I'm just kidding. No, I'm just playing. But, um, Nah, it fucked my stomach up. Yeah, bro. I might, but we do things. That's the other thing, Corey. And I know your family's different. Your family's really health savvy. I'm trying to be. We have such a strict diet that everything on Thanksgiving Day, I'm not, and my body is not used to eating. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm from the the ilk growing up that. Everything that black people and the culture eat, yes, it tastes absolutely amazing, but we were fed scraps and we learned how to cook off of the the scraps from slavery. So we were never supposed to be eating that unhealthy ass shit anyway. So I've kind of diverted from it for that reason. So when I come back, it's the same thing that if if you don't smoke cigarettes, if you smoke a cigarette, it's going to make you feel crazy. The first time you smoke weed, you're not going to have tolerance for it. It's going to make you feel crazy. Uh... When I've been away from that food for so long, when I when I taste that shit and put it in my stomach again, oh my body went crazy. I mm-hmm. I was fucked up. I was sick. Yep. That's a that's one reason though. Like I said, that's why I didn't want to continue eating. That's why like the next day, I promise you, Friday, I really didn't eat anything. All I had was a smoothie, bro. Because I was, <laughs> bro. I'm telling you, I was toe up, bro. Like my stomach was going crazy. Me I'm too, like, bro. I can't do this. It shit. It was to the point that I had used the restroom so many times it was hurting. Yeah, bro. It, like, it hurt. Use the restroom. I can't do this shit, man. There's no way I can go again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, wait, I have to go again. <laughs> yeah, I had to throw that shit out, man. I was begging my body to cooperate with me, my mind. Right. I was thinking. I was. It was so far. I was thinking about the way the human body works, and I was like, "Nah, if I stop this shit in my brain, my whole nervous system will know to stop that." Sh- nah, nope, don't nope. Work like that. <laughs> I was like, "How my mind fuck my stomach?" But um, sorry, we had to go into the Thanksgiving break. Nah, man. But uh, thirty minutes is is worth us being fucking gone. <clears throat> Are we ready to get into the music? I'm ready. <sighs> Rise and grind podcast. <laughs> Here we are. Metro Boomin, they've been talking about his album for the last two weeks. Shit, even longer than that. It's been a couple of months. We we mentioned it a couple of months back. I don't know if you remember, but uh, he I think he had pushed it back at one point, something like that. But yeah, it's here now. The album Heroes and Villains is gonna be out tomorrow, Friday. I can't wait to hear this shit. Um, do we hail Metro Boomin? Is is probably the greatest hip hop DJ. Of the last, maybe I'd say ten. Yes, I would say like if you really keen to hip hop, you really got your ear to hip hop and rap. You you do. He still to me doesn't get the credit that he deserves. You know what I'm saying? Like Metro is one of the best. I think know. he has the out of rap DJs. Even if he doesn't get the credit, he has the most popular name. He does, and he he's been the most consistent as well with with his albums, with his tapes. His, yeah, his shit. Like I know DJ Khaled gets the most credit because of the the name that he's he brings. He's DJ Khaled, yeah. But if we really want to get down to the quality, like Metro always wins on the quality. Metro lives up to the hype every time. Every single time. Yeah. Every single time. Um, I feel like the cultural or the society, the word of mouth is that he's 
he doesn't have the the respect that he deserves. But when he drops, his numbers prove it every time. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's the type that he's gonna do he's gonna do more than a hundred. You don't see DJs yeah. doing that on on their albums. Metro's gonna put up more than most of the rappers put up this year. Yeah, so even though he may not get the credit, I guess you can say from the fans, from the artists themselves, they respect the hell out of Metro. They respect so, the fuck out of Metro, as they should. As they should, exactly. So when they call, I mean, when he calls them, he gets their best every single time. Yeah. That's why his tapes always sound good. You know, somebody like DJ Khaled, DJ Khaled just goes for like the hits. So sometimes he misses. Goes for the big artists. Right. Yeah. And, and sometimes it's a miss because it's just like, bro, like you're just trying to get the names. You're just trying to get the names. Like Metro is a real DJ. So he knows who sounds good. He knows how to put it together. So that's why his shit to me, like I said, I'm not trying to compare the two, but I just think Metro's quality of his tapes are just always better. I feel like it's just more genuine. The same way that you said with like a DJ Khaled, he's going in for the the high profile celebrities. Right. And he's going in. I don't even I wouldn't even say he's going for hits. He's just going for the commercial pizzazz. Yeah. Um, whereas somebody like Metro, if if we were able to take a look at that, how many songs does he have? He has fifteen songs. He has more than half of that with no features on it. See what I mean? I mean well, of course, we know that they're going to have rappers on them. That's yeah. not him. But I'm looking at this this feature list. It doesn't even look like it, it includes that many artists. Right. It doesn't. So we, we got word of Young Nudie, Future, 21 Savage, Chris Brown, just a few names to add. Um, but yeah, like just artists that you know that bro really likes, bro really fucks with. He has a relationship. You know, most of those artists outside of Chris Brown and... um shit that's the only one where's chris brown from virginia outside of that yeah, them virginia. only niggas is from i mean them other niggas is from atlanta so like otf this is family shit you know what i'm saying so like i i appreciate that like he goes and gets the same people that he has a relationship with that he knows we've made music before we have a chemistry so let's just continue to make music the same way so um, like i said bro i'm excited to hear this out we've already heard a few songs he did put out a short film uh, yesterday on Wednesday on YouTube, a short film. Fucking short film is fire. Fire, bro. It's star-studded. Morgan Freeman is in there. Lakeith, Lakeith Stanfield, Stanfield is yeah. in there. Thug and Gunna was in there. You know what I'm saying? Like it just it was an amazing short film, bro. Shout out to the director. I don't have his name. I apologize, but that film is crazy. Um, what do we think about the Gunna and Thug part? I'm- uh, so they were they were news reporters. They were reporting P news. I'm thinking that this this was probably something that got scrapped from the DS Forever promo, mm, okay. and they were able to take that that video footage, and they're like, you know what, we can use this. Yeah, yeah, maybe so, maybe so. Obviously, we know that it was done. That part was required a long ass time ago. You, yeah, you could tell they didn't even say anything about Metro's album, which was why okay, I was that makes sense. I was getting. Maybe this was about something else. They didn't say Metro. It fit into the vibe. Yeah. Uh, but they didn't say Metro. There was nothing about Metro. It said P news. So I'm thinking this had to do with pushing P. Okay. That makes plans sense. got stalled because they definitely they were in the midst of Gunner's rollout still. Banking on me had just came out when was they a, got arrested. Yeah, the song had just came out. The video was actually about to come out like yeah. literally the day bro got arrested. You know what I'm saying? It was it was just crazy. So bro. you can expect they were still in the midst of the 
the push and pee wave. It yeah, was there was still peas all over social media. That was probably on the way out. Okay, yeah, I wasn't even thinking about that till you said it, and I, I would say you're probably right. But uh, it was good to see them, man. You know, that's our first time seeing something new from them since you know they went in. But um, like we said, that that part was cool. They were news reporters reporting, you know, on P News, and then Lakeith, he is the villain right you know what i'm saying so he's riding around through the city he has a fire truck and instead of the fire truck the hose blowing water is blowing fire and he's tearing up the city right and he doesn't kiss childish gambino on this video <laughs> thank god thank god and this is also funny too because you know he recently said something about hip-hop but keep stanfield he kind of you know he kind of has some words to say about about hip-hop and rap and yeah lakeith said if weird. you support gangster rap music mm. What did he say? Some bullshit. Some stupid <laughs> I just, I was shit. Like, What's up, McGee? He was like, if you support gangster rap music, you can't support, support the black culture. Right, right, right. You don't support me or some shit. I was just like, Lakeith, what are we doing? I was like, but, you know what? Fuck you then. Right. But uh, but anyways, you know, he's the main character. Like I said, he is the uh, the villain, you know, terrorizing the city. And then you have Metro Boomin um, and Morgan Freeman, who are technically the heroes. So Metro's there to save the day, essentially, is what the theme of uh this this album is gonna be but um like i said it's, it's amazing man i can't i can't wait to to hear it. the the features are gonna be amazing on the video they had a few songs like i said we were able to hear just a snippet of the travis scott song i think also the future one um and chris brown at the end and that shit sounds good sounds amazing it was only like 30 seconds of each song but you can tell like oh these are gonna be bangers i hate diverting but we're going to get right back to the songs that we've already heard uh, from the album. You said Travis Scott. Corey? I ran it back. I ran it back a few oh, different times. You did. You did. That Pharrell at Travis is fire. Down in Atlanta? Oh, man. That fucking Travis and Pharrell is fire. Is it, man? <sighs> You got to look at it in a different light when you're listening to it. I'm thinking of this. Think of this on some. The sun is setting you in your drop top. I'm you drive an open freeway type shit. Okay. Like, think about it. End of the movie. They're kind of panning out the camera from the bird's eye. You driving off into the distance type. Just think about it playing on some shit like that. (laughs) Now it's now it's big fire. Okay. That down in Atlanta is fucking crazy i just wanted to get that in there because we were, you said travis back into the songs that we heard uh from from metro shit let me divert because i actually forgot to bring this okay up. okay we, we back we we back into some other you, shit right, right i meant to ask you this earlier like what music you had been listening to over the break so i, I text you i tapped in to harry styles and, oh, I, and brother. I will say harry styles is still not the king of pop no no it's but not but that harry's house it's fucking fire I ain't gonna lie. I loved it. Can you see how he's coming off an album before that with Watermelon Sugar mm-hmm. straight into Harry's house mm-hmm. and how 2022 is calling him that? I, I can understand the hype. I'll say that. The hype is real. Harry Styles is a very, very, very talented artist, bro. Like, and nigga is just... And what I said the last part of how he just fits perfectly yeah. into today's time period, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, he just belongs here. And the music funky yeah man i think like you you couldn't you couldn't explain it any better than that like just for the time where we are now where we're kind of switching to that dance alternative pop type of progressing you know vibe feel and then you know he comes in and he he's more funky it kind of reminded me of uh 
Bruno and uh, Anderson Pack. Like that vibe is kind of what I got listening to it. So I was like, oh yeah, I, I can get down with this. Like it, it got. I, I spun it multiple times. Like I had to keep listening to it. But that's a different vibe. Great. to be able to to get into. Yeah, but after my second listen, yeah, it's great. Yeah, if you enjoy good music and you're like, yo, I'm not just a hip hop person. I'm not just a rock country. This I can enjoy any type of music if I feel this is genuinely good music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would listen to Harry's shit. Yeah, it's amazing. He's not the king of pop. Sorry, but no, no, but, but it's amazing, man. Is he the prince of pop? <laughs> there's only one prince. Ooh. There's only one prince. Ooh, is he the pawn? <laughs> is, he, is he the he's a rook? Rook. Oh god. <laughs> that nigga's the rook. No cap. You got a long way to go, rook. Rook. <laughs> That's funny. This is a veteran's game, boy. And and in everything we're saying, we still tipping our fucking hat to Harry. Like yeah, absolutely. Come on. Come on now, cause the 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 boy is no bitch with the music thing. Like yeah, he's he's sure. he's going crazy out there. Amazing. <clears throat> Do we have anything more we wanted to get into? Uh with Metro, no, like I said, it's just um and highly anticipated also because I don't know if anybody else is coming out. This is the first, you know, week in December. Um, so still coming off of Thanksgiving, you know, people are still kind of hesitant to drop and it's the last month of the year. You know how how the music industry stops and slows down during that time. So I think if nobody else drops, of course, it was going to be successful anyways. But that's going to also help him. If nobody else is coming out Friday and this is all that we have to listen to and it's going to be fire. Like you said, Metro probably is going to do a hundred first week. He's smart because I feel like maybe it was summer a time before. Like, I can't remember the last album that he had that was burning. Um, did that drop in December, too? I'll try to find it real quick. Because he's smart. Being an A-list artist, dropping this late in the year, leaving himself nothing or leaving himself no competition. Do mm-hmm. you know when the last one was? November. Not all heroes he's wear capes. Yeah, he's smart. Coming through in the fourth quarter. Metro's smart with this. He's knowing I don't have a place maybe to drop in in the first three quarters yeah, and compete with rappers top artists yeah because i'm a dj yeah and even though i'm at the top of this shit for for, yeah Yeah. i'm I'm still just a a producer not just a producer i'm so sorry i'm still a producer and these rappers might take precedence over my project dropping but um getting something out in the fourth quarter when there's no a-list artist dropping if i'm as a-list as it gets on friday you're all coming to me (laughs) yeah yeah pretty smart i agree now, it, it only makes sense for an artist or for a producer because he doesn't have to tour this album. Yeah. Most uh most artists, I mean, they, they're not dropping in November and December because then you got to worry about trying to put an album on wheels at the end of the year. This is smart DJ-wise. DJ Khaled should start dropping in December, but he's not that vibe. No. He's a summer vibe. Leave him yeah. Leave him in May, uh, April, May, June. Yeah. <clears throat> Where are we at? We were talking, we were talking Metro Boomin. Metro Boomin is automatically connected to 21 Savage. Right. So let's just do this. Yeah. So the last pod, actually, the last pod, we, we talked about how 21 Savage, you know, he was on Clubhouse. He made that comment about how uh, he was asked, you know, is Nas, what was the question? Is Nas relevant? Yeah. He what? was saying Nas just has a, a nice fan base right. that, that's loyal still loyal base. to him. Right, yeah. Right. And he just makes good ass music. Mm-hmm. But Nas is not relevant. Right. That's what he said. To which social media blew the fuck up. I saw even Nas's brother 
blew the fuck up, made a comment over it. Um, everyone was was on Twenty One Savage's ass about this, as as they should, and you know we were too. But we, we spoke on it. We were like, you know, bro, probably just didn't say choose the right words. Of course, he knows Nas is super relevant because this guy is forty nine years old and he's one of the best rappers in the game. And Twenty One Savage, out of any rapper from I'd say his class um, or his age range. He is probably the most well-spoken and respectful artist toward his predecessors or his his big his big homies in the game. Sure. He shows respect to his his uh his elders in the rap game. Absolutely. So we already figured that there was some sort of miswording, misunderstanding, or y'all just caught him with the right bad sentence. And that's that's essentially what happened. We we know Twenty One Savage didn't mean any disrespect. To Perfect Nas. storm. Come on now, like. It's uh, it's too obvious. But outside of that, so Nas hears that, you know what I'm saying? He gets wind of, of 21 Savage comment. He hits Hit Boy. He says, Hit Boy, cook us up a beat. Yeah, put it, put it together. Cook us up a beat. So Hit Boy cooks up a beat for Nas and 21 Savage, and they drop a song called One Mic, One Gun. It came out, I believe, Tuesday. Um, it sounds really good. First off, let me just give more flowers to Hit Boy because he's the best fucking producer in the game. The beat is crazy. Like when when I first sent the song to the group, I was like, bro, like I was more in love with the beat outside of anything. Of course, they went in. The song sounds amazing, but this beat is crazy. Um, but yeah, bro, it was just amazing to get this song because, you know, a lot of people, social media went up in a frenzy, like you said, and try to, you know, pin them against each other. But Nas was like, nah, let's use this as a as a um, advantage to show like no nah, man this is not what we here to do like i'm at the top 21 savages at the top let's just be great together and let's give the world a great song and that's what they were able to do uh yeah this is great this reminds me a lot of let nas down between <laughs> j cole yeah, yeah. and uh nas not the exact situation playing out but j cole did something that upset Nas, mm -hmm. J. Cole needed to make that up. He wrote a song for him. He just so happened to run into him, present the song, right. yada, yada, yada. It, it History from there. It's Nas, man. That's the only way he moves. I, I'll read his exact Nas comment. Nas moves with love. Yeah, bro. He says, the only way we moving is with love. Just like you said, love, respect, and unity, the foundational principles of hip-hop. Excited to collaborate with my younger brother, and I hope more artists use this turbulent moments and turn them into a time to make new art. That's what it's all about. Just OG. That's incredible. Man. Because there's not a lot or maybe I'd say any OG in the game that's going to hear a comment like that come from an app like Clubhouse that they already halfway respect because they think that people get on there and just talk out just of their ass. Bullshit, right. And turn it into light, actually get on the song and, and turn it into love. If you talk shit about Jay-Z like that, even though we might not consider it shit talk, if you make a comment like that about Jay-Z, there's no fucking way that you're getting a verse from him anytime in your life. First off, he's not even going to comment on it in public. You know no. how Jay is. He don't, he don't talk much. But yeah, I agree with you. Jay is not getting on a verse. You know how long... And 2 Chainz didn't say nothing bad about Jay-Z. But you know how long 2 Chainz been dying and praying for a yes. Jay-Z verse? 
Two Chainz been rapping for how long? Almost twenty fucking years. He still hasn't gotten that verse. If Two Chainz said that Jay Z wasn't relevant, he just makes really good music and has a loyal fan base. Jay Z would silently ruin his career. <laughs> like all the good shit that y'all see Jay Z do with prison reform, <laughs> getting anybody out, making sure that everything's taken care of with with artists in the hip hop community. Right. Just imagine that on a complete adverse side. Yeah. The complete left side. Just imagine him completely dismantling everything that you have. Yeah, man. That's why I just respect Nas so much. Of course, the guys, I love the rap, but uh, just as a person, man, like you said, the way he moves, and this is nothing new. He's been doing this since the 90s, you know, so. What a guy. Uh, it was just it was just good to see that because any other person, like any person, I, I don't want to single anybody out, but anybody could have took that and ran with it and made it a bigger negative situation. You know what I'm saying? It would have been easy for Nas to say, fuck 21 Savage. Fuck all these young rappers. Fuck all these young niggas. Could have been I'm the top nigga in the game. You know what I'm saying? This could have been a Mace Fabio, just without the, exactly. the owner or the right. label shit. This could have been an old shit. head, younger artist, just beef debacle. Just dumb shit, man. So I'm glad it didn't go that way. Nas could have been a fucking gatekeeper yeah. and turned this on some shit like, well, uh, I'm really the OG, so uh, how about I make your music stop? How about I, how about I make your motion in this game stop happening? Yeah. Um, because I promise there are bigger rappers in this game that are OGs that would have made your motions. If you said that shit about 50 Cent, uh, let 50 Cent has still been a relevant rapper. He will stop your fucking motion. Facts. Like, <laughs> If you could read a Harry Potter book, nigga. Oh my. If you could read one page of a Harry Potter book, nigga, I'll promote, he was like, I'll donate 500,000. Nigga knew he couldn't read it. That nigga right. said a half, a, a, half a, a ticket, nigga. That nigga said, fuck the ice. Fuck the bucket of ice, nigga. That shit funny. That's old 50. I love that shit. Yeah, yeah man. Shout out that boy, Fofty. Yeah, man. But shout out Nas, 21 Savage, once again. If you haven't heard that song, uh, shout out Hit Boy as well. But if you haven't heard that song, One Mic, One Gun, check that out, man. That's great hip hop right there. Absolutely. Uh, I think we're out of music. Ready to move on to news? Uh-huh. <sighs> Drake, her loss. <laughs> Drake, like we've been talking about this shit for weeks. Yeah. It's amazing. Uh, no, it's amazing. I want to talk about a couple of things okay. with, with his albums coming out. Certified Lover Boy dropped. Honestly, never mind. Dropped. Her loss dropped. Mm -hmm. We were under the impression or there was a lot of talk going back and forth on social media, Twitter, Reddit, places like that, that these three, if you read them together, they sound like a sentence that could match or like they could have all been a trilogy. Right. Certified Lover Boy. Honestly, never mind. Her loss. Mm -hmm. That sounds like it goes together. There was so much talk that it made Drake talk. He finally came out and admitted, yes, certified lover boy, honestly, never mind, and her loss were created to be a trilogy. I'm going to go out on a limb. Um, and say he's fucking lying. I don't believe Drake, bro. I really don't believe Drake here. I'm just going to say that I think, you know, this started as like a, a Twitter thing, like we said at first. The fans think, got the best of him. And I think he just ran with it because it makes sense. It sounds good. Drake loves good publicity you know what i'm saying he loves all publicity but he was just like yeah that sounds good let's run with it i don't think drake made this a trilogy i think it just aligned that way that's just my opinion because it like it don't even to me like it's it's three different projects like they don't sound anything alike to me you know what i'm saying so i don't 
get how it would be a trilogy. Like the names, I understand, but as far as the sound of the music, it's three completely different projects. What I will say is, I think both are very believable. What you just said is extremely believable because it's the same type of shit that LeBron got up there and did with Takeoff. Like, it sounds good, so let me just stroke the Egos fans and say this. And plus, y'all niggas already believe this. Yeah. Um, but no, I actually feel like there might be a lot of truth to this. The only thing that kind of sticks the wedge in if is honestly never mind because Certified Lover Boy and her loss do have a lot of similarity to me. If you were to get those back to back, I would be like, oh, yeah, that's an album and it's and it's sequel. Yeah. Um, with the name and the content inside of Honestly Nevermind, if we take out the dance aspect and just think about the lyrical content, I can see it even in there. But it being a dance album is what kind of Yeah, if he would kind of makes it a little different. If you would have made fifteen tracks like um Jimmy Cooks and Liability. If every song sounded like that, on honestly, never mind. Then I would be like, okay, maybe, maybe there's something here. But yeah, like you said, it's just that one in the middle. Honestly, never mind being a dance album. That's why I'm just like, I don't think Drake really planned for it to be like this because to me, I feel like the the dance wave was something that Drake really called attention of this year. Now, don't get me wrong. I know dance and house music has been a thing, but I'm saying as far as like the wave. I think that's something like started kind of this year. See, I'm gonna disagree again. Go ahead. I, I feel like I feel like Drake and record labels have that shit planned out to where him and Beyonce were working on those albums for for more than a year already. Like I I don't think that when I when Beyonce came out, I knew that her and Drake both had this shit planned. Beyonce t- to me. Maybe I'm wrong. Drake, of course. But Beyonce, there's there's no fucking way in the world that, that Beyonce's putting out an album that she made in, in four months. Beyonce, no, 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 hell no. Beyonce has been working on her album for some time. Yeah. And I feel like if Beyonce has been privy to the dance culture who does not, of course she leads this, this music game, but it is not as active in it as Drake or is flowing as much money into it right now as Drake is. He had that information before too. I I think he was working on this before 2022. Okay. okay. It's possible. I really I, I I can I can agree a little bit because I, I feel like he, he tried to get ahead of Beyonce. Yes. He wanted to get ahead of everybody. Yeah, everybody, but Beyonce was the one that was coming next. So yeah, I, I, I see what you mean. Like and of course we know if anybody is has is in bed with the labels, it's Beyonce and Drake. They, yes. They get it all the news first. They know everything that's coming before anybody so i know what you mean but i don't know drake is just i don't know i just don't think this was a, a trilogy bro <laughs> i lean i lean more towards the believing it's a trilogy than believing it's not okay um dang i was gonna i was gonna ask something <clears throat> but it's okay if i think about it i'll move back to it okay drake said her loss is at the top of his discography yeah he said that it's top five if not top three yeah, so you know it was crazy over the break um, when when we linked up. Um, I pulled up on you at your crib. I forget why, but um, I walked in and I, and I've said this before. We we had the conversation with the bros as well. I said the amount the amount of times I've played her loss is unhealthy, right? And so when I saw you, I literally said, I said, "Hey, yo, you know, in 2015 when we got what a time to be alive and just how timeless that music was and still is to this day, right?" 
I said her loss is going to be like that to me. Like, I don't know what it is, but I think we're going to look at 2022, her loss, Drake and 21 Savage years from now and say, God damn, this music is Thomas. It still sounds great. So then we get this news and Drake said, this is one of my best projects. And I was just like, bro, I feel him. Oh, you feel him? I feel him. You don't, you don't think he's telling the truth? Drake's, Drake, Drake might be telling all the truth in the world to him. Yeah. Kari, this this man, this man put out "Take Care." He put out "Thank Me Later," and he put out "Nothing Was the Same." It's not top three. It's not top three, but it's, he put out views, and he put it's out top ten. It's put, and he put out. If you're reading this, it's too late. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not top, top five. It's not top five, bro. But it's but it's up there. It's up there for sure. Like in in his discography, like it's a great project. Oh, what I will say is these these are not even my favorite. They're my favorites too, but the ones not in any order that I would consider being Drake's very best albums. Thank me later. Take care. Nothing was the same. If you're reading this, it's too late. Views. Um, am I missing one? Some people will want to go with the uh, what's the original? So far gone. Yeah, people will want to go with mm-hmm. so far gone. Yeah, but outside of that. I'm sticking her loss right after it. Mm. I'm not. I'm not mad at that because I, I know Scorpion and I know how you feel. So that's a good placement. You put in, you putting her loss before what a time? I don't think I'm. I don't know if I could say no. that. Nah, yeah, I was no, 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 say, I absolutely can't, not. I can't. So I agree with what you said. Um, of course, all <laughs> his albums, his solo albums, and then we can put what a time, and then we can put her loss. I I, I would agree with that. What a time. What a time. Yeah. What a fucking time. What a time fuck around be top five. You, you feel me? No cap. I'm not mad at that. Kari. <laughs> top six. I know what this pod is and what this pod has stood on for the last four to five years. We're not going to sit up here and go over the top of Drake. We'll fuck no. I'm not doing it, guys. If you know the Rise and Grind podcast, you know that we will sit up here for the next hour on what Drake's best album might be, where Drake might have gone wrong, right, where he can pick this back up and turn it all around. Can Drake do it again? Yeah. Will he drop just an R&B album? Right, right, right. What about Drake? <laughs> this is not a Drake podcast, man. But uh, but like I said, I think I think Drake knows that... Um, this will be my last thing as well, and then we can move on. Drake knows that he can say some shit and it'll ramp up social media. So, of course, like we said... From the beginning, this started on Twitter, the whole trilogy thing. After Drake made this comment, I have I have a tweet that I say because it just it's it's nonsense, but it's funny. Somebody said, I used to be a certified lover boy, but honestly, never mind. It was her loss. I sent her care packages, but she was a scorpion. That just gave me more life because these views got me saying, What a time to be alive. Nothing was the same, so take care. And thank me later because I'm so far gone. I hate you. Niggas. Yeah, I was gonna say. Not only do you niggas have too much you, time on like, your hands, stop. I, I I don't fucking like any of you. Right, I, I think but, I hate you niggas. But that's what I'm saying. Drake feeds into that, bro. That's why I hate it. That's some shit Drake fuck around fucking and like hate. on his Twitter. Right, bro. I hate that. Put shit Put it on so his much. Instagram story. No, nigga, stop. Drake did not think of all his albums dating back to 2010. I promise you, it's not how that shit works, bro. But uh, but yeah. I'm done. It's not a Drake pod. No, yeah, it's definitely not the Drake cast. Yeah. I, I'm ready to move on. 
Um, <clears throat> Atlantic Records is fake. Yep. Wow. Are we shocked though? No. I was about to uh, say, come on now. How many fake in their streams? This this is not to a surprise to me. This this came off of another another piece of social media that fans went crazy off of. Mm. They were able to see off of a new Don Tolliver YouTube video that it was full of bots yeah. under the comments. Yeah, it was the song that we talked about that we love. The new song he just uh, put out is called Do It Right. It came out last week. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, within like, bro, 24 hours, it had like 8 million views and like hella comments. But if you look at the comments, it's, it's like Instagram comments. You know what I'm saying? It's just bullshit. It looks like emojis and all emojis just and a, a bunch of just bullshit you know it's not real hearts like check marks like, it's just it's dumb man. fake accounts first yeah. and last name accounts yeah just dumb <sighs> just dumb but but i'm not shocked like i said um we know that these record labels use bots they use whatever they got to use to promote their artists and especially somebody like atlantic records who has all of the biggest names you could think of of course, they've been they've been. This is not nothing new. I, I promise you, if people may just be seeing it now. Atlantic Records probably been doing this shit since streaming era started. Guys, Atlantic Records does it. Def Jam Records does yeah, it. Yeah, everybody does this. Bro. Interscope Records does it. Epic Records does it. <coughs> what major am I missing? All of them. If there is a major that's tied to Universal Music Group. A major, I said a major, not the homegrowns. I'm not talking about TDE. I'm not talking about QC. I'm not talking about Yogati and them over there. Um, but the majors, the yeah. the big ones, they're all faking those streams. That they, they have so many artists that they have to promote and they have to make sure that they. It's all for the look. They reach that yeah. that numerical status, that accolade, uh, for numbers. So they can, they can attract fans. I don't know what it is about fans. They like seeing that there was a million views on. So we got a million views. I was just about to say that. What am I missing out on? That's just where we have grown to be with social media. Yeah, that's just what it is. Cause yeah, if you see a video that's the number one viewed on YouTube or blah blah, blah you're gonna click it because you want to see what it is. You you feel like you feel like we're missing out. Yeah, you're missing out. That's if you exactly seen what it. it is, and they know that. So that's why they do it. Of course, as a fan, you hate to see shit like that. But I mean, shit, that's just, it's been happening, man. J. Cole tried to tell y'all. All right, you, you're not going to keep using J. Cole for this. He tried to tell y'all. How many faking their streams? He wasn't the only one that tried to tell us. Getting their place from machines. Okay. I can see behind the smoke. No? Okay. No. <laughs> Niggas no. ain't really big as they seem. No, they're definitely not as big as they seem. <laughs> and I hate that they, that, uh. They had to catch this on a Don Tolliver video. Yeah, man. But they, they call Uzi. They call Roddy Rich. They call uh, A Boogie. They call really? Everybody. Yeah. Yeah. So this is going to affect a lot. Mm-hmm. Because this week is Apple Replay Week. Mm-hmm. This week is Spotify Wrapped Week. Y'all niggas are not posting real numbers then. Yeah. Because some of those names that you just said... I just saw you niggas post your Spotify wrapped. I don't even want to see that if I'm looking at these fake ass streams. I don't believe anything that's coming from it now. You niggas are putting up 
two point billion <laughs> these type of streams. Three hundred countries. I don't fucking believe it anymore. Yeah, it's tough out here, man. Like I can't days. name three hundred countries. <laughs> Facts, bro. I can't name five. Shit. Shit. Uh, but nah, bro. You're I, stupid. Nah, I know. Okay, dumbass. Uh, <laughs> but nah, I couldn't agree like more, man. Like it's, it's just it's I. That's why I say like I love the music game. I love the industry, but you know it has its cons and and streams. You know, of course, that's that's where we are now. But it has its cons, and this is one of the cons where it's better to look like you're good. And you may not actually be good. You know, I'm not talking about the people that we mentioned, but I'm just saying whoever, like, they fake your streams to make you look like you're the best or like you're the number one artist on YouTube or whatever platform it may be. When in reality, man, like, let's just make good music. And if your music is good, you're going to have the fans that are going to show up at your shows. They're going to buy your merch. They're going to support you. Like, yeah, that's not true. Fuck, man. That's how, <laughs> that's how it was back in the day. Shit. Yeah, we've gotten to a point where uh Nah, that shit can still be true today. It can be. No, it can't. Man, yes it can, bro. We've gotten to a point where with these labels and and I I've, I've listened to uh and, and spoken to A&Rs that that say this exact same thing. A&Rs at majors that uh they're saying shit like it's not like the old days the execs and the A&Rs and the managers things like that. They are no longer inside of the offices looking for a rapper that makes good music. They are a me- they're looking for a starter kit at this point. Mm-hmm. So if you you might rap good, but if you don't have a hundred thousand followers, if you don't have two hundred thousand followers, things like that, they're not interested in trying to promote your good music until you grow to a million followers. They want a nigga that's already in the microwave. Okay. That they can just they can just pull it out of the microwave. And do what it needs to do to to make it good because it's already hot. They're not looking for a nigga that can make hot anymore. Okay. They just want they want shit that's already heated up. So niggas don't want to work no more. Okay. That's exactly. Okay. The labels have have turned in good music and promoting their good artists for I have a popular artist. Let's see if y'all like him. So let's just see how much we can get for you right now. And if and if you don't last, that's your fault. Fuck it, because. We gonna get our money, right? Right. It makes sense, bro. I just, I just, man. Maybe I, I'm looking at it from a different perspective. I just feel like it's still, if it, if it always, if it worked before, I just feel like it, it can work again. I know it, it, can. it may be hard. They just don't. Right. Right. I know it may be hard now, but it can still work. You know, especially if a nigga going uh, the independent route. You know what I'm saying? It's gonna be hard. You gonna, you gonna have so, you gonna have a battle. Of, that's where you see it work because major. That's yeah, where you yeah. see it work. Majors okay. won't do that for you. Okay, that's okay. where you. That's why you get to see. That's why it feels good when Larry yeah. June pops. Yeah, yeah. For because sure. you know it's homegrown. You know it's homegrown and you work. know that it's good and he had to grow his fan base yeah, yeah. organically. He wasn't already sitting somewhere based off of viral video. They picked up a great example. They picked up 6ix9ine because he was hot making those YouTube pranks and shit like that. You remember he came in the mm-hmm. game off of the sexual assault video mm-hmm. off his YouTube. They don't need a nigga that's good at music. They need a nigga that draws views on the internet because all they care about is making money. I feel it. Back in the day, good music made money. Viral videos make money now. So It sucks, but yeah. It is what it is. Yeah, it's trash. Yeah, I, I hate it. I really hate it, but... It's cool, man. If you independent, though, shout out to you, man. For real. No, f- facts. For real, for real. <clears throat> There's not too many of y'all left out here. I heard you say the word con. Let's get into these con men. <laughs> <sighs> Car, are you going to that Taylor Swift concert? 
I'm not. Um, not. I'm not a huge Taylor Swift fan. You know, I know she's. Uh, <laughs> she's one. She's the biggest. I was know? gonna say not one of. Yeah, she's the biggest. She's man. the biggest. She, so I think the the official numbers were 1.7 first week, if I'm not mistaken, which is insane. Yeah. Insane, bro. Uh, but no, I'm. I'm not. I'm not going to the Taylor Swift concert. Um, she's gonna touch 52. Um, like city, I mean cities and, and countries in total, I think, and it's gonna last like five or six months. Her tour, it's fucking crazy. Is the reason why you're not going because you don't want to go, or because you were not able to get your hands on a Taylor Swift ticket? Um, a little bit of both. A little <laughs> bit of both. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm, I, it has to be both. Even yeah, if you yeah, didn't yeah. want to, there was no way you were getting yeah, your hands no on. There's no way. There's no way. You know, Ticketmaster said, "Fuck that. Nobody's going." Yeah. Even if you wanted to go to Taylor Swift's concert, got on. They were like, no, I don't think anybody gets to go. We're going to send all this to the resellers. Yep. There's some funny shit going on with this card. So basically, some people were able to purchase a general admission ticket. We're not even sure of the number of people that were able to purchase general admission tickets on Ticketmaster for the Taylor Swift concerts. All we know is that the sites got so full, it crashed. And instead of, you know, adding more bandwidth, instead of doing what we need to do to make sure everybody can purchase tickets, they completely disabled all general admission tickets, citing that uh, they do not have the capacity to hold um, all of those general admission tickets or to hold the people online for them. Sounds like bullshit to me. To which this this is what. This is what is the bullshit part. You're you're right, Kari. So there's not enough general admission tickets. However, the same mysterious amount of admission, uh, general admission tickets get sold to the reseller websites. Mm-hmm. So now these resellers are taking these tickets that were general admission, you know, maybe four, five hundred, six hundred, maybe near a thousand or two thousand if you're up in those front row seats people are paying upwards towards any anywhere between 40 and a hundred thousand dollars for those front row tickets car yeah i saw a forty thousand dollar ticket i almost threw my fucking phone i saw something it's not even front row you know the the side of the front Mm -hmm. row twenty six thousand (laughs) dollars are you on dick baby gotta be you have a whole dick in your mouth <laughs> if you think I'm paying $26,000. I was listening to a young lady on TikTok. Yeah. I, I, it got to me from uh, a news source, but it was her TikTok they were playing during the, the article. I could plan a very, very, very nice wedding. Mm-hmm. She did say that. Yeah. For one ticket. It was like $26,500 for a front row ticket. Crazy. I can plan a wedding and a funeral. <laughs> you can plan a whole lot of shit with, with 20 G's Budgeted right I can plan two or three funerals Not two or three funerals Two yeah. or three weddings too For sure For sure You you can You can do a lot with 26,000 um, Motherfucking right you can Yeah and, and and not go to a goddamn Taylor Swift concert but, uh, <laughs> but, but shout out Taylor bro Like I said Like her, her fans She has amazing fans This is her first time touring in five years So you can understand the demand uh, But you Congress know, doesn't Ticketmaster didn't either, but I agree with you, bro. Like something, something is not right here because any other artist, Adele just made a, a comeback as well, and I don't, I don't remember hearing shit about Adele ticket situations being fucked up. But I feel like they knew this was gonna blow up, and they, 
They they're, gate they're behind something with those resales. Either they're getting a percentage from those those websites absolutely. or something, they, bro. They absolutely you know I mean? are. Like, the tickets are sold. Taylor Swift's tickets were sold solely, I believe, on Ticketmaster. Ticket yep. The only reason they weren't on Live Nation is because from what I think we gathered, Ticketmaster and Live Nation, they're in cahoots. They have a partnership. And um, basically, unless you're getting a concert ticket from Live Nation or Ticketmaster, you are getting it from a reseller. Mm-hmm. So the problem is that Congress is bringing in is between Live Nation and Ticketmaster, it looks as though we have a monopoly situation going on. Yeah, and we do. We And it just... We absolutely do. They they finally just caught it. Maybe somebody slipped up. Nobody. Up. Yeah, nobody. nobody it, no, knew. Taylor Swift situation. They they thought that we were going to keep moving this under the rug, but right. we were going to get the big ticket this time yeah, for the they for the up. Taylor Swift shit. And they were like, uh, no. They slipped, bro. Taylor Swift had millions of people go to that damn website, bro. Like it was it was insane how many people crashed that damn website. They had. Uh, I'm uh, if I'm not mistaking they had billions Damn. of clicks on that site that's crazy yeah um <laughs> that's a world tour that's, biggest artist in the world man yeah that, there were billions <laughs> of clicks on there yeah. and yes it does make sense for that site to crash yeah of I've, I've, nigga the concords crashed in 2011 yeah hey come on now come on now we, we can expect the 2022 taylor swift website ticket sale to crash however with a site that's been around since the www dot existed, like Ticketmaster, <laughs> yeah. niggas know a little bit about bandwidth. Yeah, and outside of that, uh, I was reading up on Taylor as well. She said that the only reason why she did it this way, where it was solely going to be on Ticketmaster, is because they were in agreement that they were prepared for the amount of people that were going to storm the website. Ticketmaster promised Taylor Swift that this shit would not happen, and it happened. I'm gonna keep it on it. I believe Taylor because yeah, I do too. Taylor Taylor is gonna cut her check and make her check regardless, regardless. going on tour. Um, yeah, this has to do with this is like if if the the promoters fucking with your money before mm-hmm. you get it. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Bitches, this is dirty. I'm it not is. gonna lie, it and is. I'm actually kind of glad Congress is is into this because this needs recourse. Yeah, because they canceled. The tickets, man. Like we were, we were reading. Uh, people were talking about. So you, you mentioned the wedding. People were talking about like they they skipped school. Like it, it was a lot of shit going on for somebody to get on the website, and then even if you got tickets, they got canceled. I saw fathers and mothers, and I'm not saying that the mothers thing is any less. Um, but I'm looking at fathers trying to be a good daddy to their daughter. They took off work, See? sat eight hours in an online an online server, two different computers, and they phone up on the same shit. They're not even taking phone calls because they don't want this shit to die because they want their baby to have these Taylor Swift tickets, and they're going to get it at any cost, but not at $40,000. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, they, they stayed on there, and there were some that stayed up the entire time mm. just for the shit to crash. What? I would have been pissed. No, no. There, there needs pissed. to be a customer service line. No, nah, facts. I, and, I, I need to speak to the manager. Yeah. I need to speak to the manager. And 
Um, and this goes the same way. I'm sure if there was somebody in Indonesia that wanted to call customer service and they got somebody in America, they were pissed the fuck off. I, I, I would need everybody in everybody in their country needs to be speaking to a representative in their country, too, because <laughs> you're not going to piss me off right now. I need, I need full clarity on what's going on right now. <laughs> no cap. Uh, yeah, because because I know that that's not just a thing that goes on in America. I'm sure that there's somebody in France that had to call the fucking AT&T hotline or whatever the fuck they got that's It'd American, too. It'd be in India most of the time, yeah. Or if there's somebody in India and they got an American, and they're like, yeah, no. Yeah. Get me with somebody in India right the fuck now. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Man, I know that shit had to be crazy. I'm glad that um, I didn't have to, you know, try to try to get the the Taylor Swift tickets um, because that shit would have been frustrating, bro. Especially if I took off of work or missed school, whatever the situation would have been. Like some somebody, I I need to speak to somebody about this. I don't care if I had the day off and I was sitting there with my dick in my hand the whole day. I'm still pissed off if I spent my whole day doing nothing, and you ruined my nothing. Yep. You wasted my time. time. Yep, yep. Sorry. Precious time. (laughs) But um, speaking of precious time, I don't want to spend too much time on Taylor Swift, Ticketmaster. We already know that's an issue that needs fixing. We can move on. Kanye and Kim's divorce is final. Mm -hmm. I think they got married in either 2012 or 13, 14, something like that. But um, it was somewhere between five to ten years that they were actually married right um it lasted a good amount of time a a lot longer than i i think anybody in the year they were married expected kim and kanye to last of course because she was coming off of like two or three failed marriages um i think her and chris humphreys dated for about i mean married about two months i think it was about 60 days enough uh just enough time for it to still be annulled not divorced ah it was annulled that's funny yeah that's Um, funny but yeah, and Kanye, Kanye was coming fresh off of the the angry Kanye period. Mm-hmm. This was the the Yeezus, you ain't got the answer sway period. All right. This was Taylor Swift once again. <laughs> yes, post Taylor Swift, everything. Yeah, tip top of the world for both of them. Mm-hmm. Um, we just we didn't know, like you said, I, I we didn't think it would work. Yeah, in 2012, 2013, whenever it was, nobody could expect them to last as long as they as they did. I agree. But the way they ended, I mean, nobody expected them to go down for the reasons or the way they went down. Um, I think it all kind of sparked and and curtailed from Kanye kind of changing his life around there. From that point, there were there was a difference between parties. Things just got worse from there. Uh Um, That's final. The divorce is over. We've heard some alleged numbers coming out. I don't want to set those in stone because we'll fuck around and come out on Monday and find out none of this was true. Right. Allegedly, Kanye owes Kim Kardashian $200,000 a month in child support. Man. <laughs> right. We Car, both, if we I both. just went from $3 billion to $400 million in the last 30 days and then you niggas hit me with this. Are you correct? That's $2.5 million a year, Corey. I added it. Yeah, he said I already did the math. And then on top of that, um, you know, allegedly, once again, he's been talking about, you know, assets being frozen, bank accounts being frozen. So, uh, yeah, Kanye's losing a lot of money, allegedly. And then, you know, then you lay this shit on me. 
2.4, my bad. 2. Yeah, 4. and then you lay this you shit you on me. You lay this shit on <laughs> you, man. 200K a month um, for four children, I believe. Is that what it is? Four? Yes. Now, that's what I was going to say. I do understand. Now, this is a high-profile case. Yeah. Uh, and a high-profile divorce and children. And big money here. If they had one kid, he'd still be paying eighty yeah. to $100,000. For sure. For sure. Um, but now we're getting to four. Is that is that is that right for four, Corey? I don't know what's ever right in these situations, but I always feel like it is too much. What's to 200 me? divided by four? Because I, I want to be able to get to the actual math. 50. That's 50,000. Yeah. For Kanye, and, I, and I'm not saying any of this is acceptable because... Um, 50,000 per kid? Yeah, that's yeah, that's doable, bro. It's, it's doable for Kanye. Yeah, yeah. Of course, like I was saying, none of... I don't think $50,000 a month is needed to raise any child. But when you get to thinking about the, oh, this person pays this, this person pays this, they're not hitting Kanye over the head yeah. 50000 a kid. Yeah. They're not. I this this yeah. is live withable. Yeah. Kari's not, Kari's not uh, responding because Kari, Kari doesn't want to talk Kanye West ever again. I mean, it's just, I don't really care about this. This nigga's going to have to come out with a new album for Kari yeah, to want to talk Kanye. He's probably still not going to want to talk Kanye. Nah, bro. I mean, you know, it just... It ain't really much to say. Like, he's going through a lot, but, and then these numbers, like we said, we just don't know, but I really don't give a fuck about their divorce. You know, I hate- Oh, I don't either. Yeah, I, I hate it. I hate it for him. I hate that they're divorcing. Right, and I hate that, you know, he's away from his family and his children, things like that. Of course, I hate that, but I don't really give a fuck about their divorce or how much he ends up having to pay. Um, I just don't care. This is the one thing I'm just going to get. We don't have to stay here long at all. Did you Did you see he was in an, uh, an interview, and he was talking to somebody on the podcast, and- the podcast host refused to say the word Jewish and he got up and left. No. They were talking about being canceled and they were like, yeah, they will cancel you. And he was like, no, say it. <laughs> and he wouldn't say what community will do what. Kanye got mad. He got the fuck out. He was like, oh, y'all niggas scared. <laughs> he, 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 he didn't give the nigga 15 Bro. seconds to answer. When he didn't say it, he got up immediately and left. Yeah, he is funny, man. Yeah, it's funny. He was like, is that it? That's that's it. He's gone. Yeah. He's funny. I'm just gonna leave it at that. <laughs> funny yeah. guy. Yeah, let's let's just leave it there. Yeah. <clears throat> Where we at moving forward? Moving on, man. Oh, so, this is still Kim and Kanye. Yeah, I was about to say. So um moving on, you know, Balenciaga. Balenciaga, of course, like you said, uh, you know, we know that the the partnerships with Kim and Kanye were there, but uh Balenciaga did oh, some. Oh, still crazy. there with Kim. Still there with Kim. But she actually turned down um something recently because of this, but um, was this last week or the week before? This happened about two weeks ago, I'd say. But okay. what I will say is, she she might have turned some things down. But she's she's still she's still under contract, she's still under contract and partnership. She yeah, just yeah. said that she wants to let things blow over before she or she yeah, yeah. she wants to give them the chance to to make up for their actions. Yeah, man. So the brand, the company, the organization, whatever you want to call them, Balenciaga, they have been accused of sexualizing children. In one of their most recent ads to promote, what was it, bags, purses? What was it? No, it was children's clothing. It was clothing. Okay. Yeah. Cool. And, and this is not an accusation. They've already spoken out about this. Yeah. yeah. yeah I know. I just, I'm just reading. Yeah, it. I I'm get just it. Reading yeah, no, fuck the allegedly with Balenciaga. <laughs> this is not alleged. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is confirmed. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I have the story and I can go over it, but I, I'd rather just listen to the, the news report. I know some of our listenership and viewership are not too fond of Tucker Carlson from Fox, but that this might be the actual first time he was speaking 150% facts. So go ahead and just take a listen. 
clothing brand, Balenciaga. This was just uploaded on Instagram. As you can see, the photo shoot they're using to sell their products features a young girl holding a teddy bear in a bondage outfit. Then, in case you missed the point, the photo shoot also contains this image. It shows several documents. Most of them aren't visible, but what you can see when you zoom in, and of course the point is that you see it, is a reference to a U.S. Supreme Court case called Ashcroft versus Free Speech Coalition. That case struck down a law against kiddie porn. What is this? Well, it is what it appears to be. It's an endorsement of kiddie porn, of child pornography. What else could it be? We wanted to know. So we reached out today to Balenciaga to get their explanation, and they didn't respond. All right, so I might have made a mistake in saying that it was children's clothing, that the child was holding a bear that was dressed in, in bondage clothing. Um, Tucker Carlson said that they hadn't responded, to which now that we're potting, Balenciaga actually has responded. Uh, I don't have their apology, but they have an apology. They they said that they are, they're sorry and... They make mistakes, but they're open to mm -hmm. changing. Uh, they they want to be able to change. Yeah, they pulled it too. Of course, you know all the images they pulled. Oh, down. fucking course, they pulled it. The campaign it's gross. They it. They're gross. Um, but once again, you know, we were talking about some things earlier uh, with Ticketmaster. Once again, I'm not fucking shocked, guys. Like these brands, we we've seen it. Like when, are, how many times do they have to show us? That this is what they are about. You know, like when I see shit like this, of course, it's sick. Don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to lessen the fact of what they did, but they do this shit all the time. And all we do is cry and bitch him on. And then we right back in the storage. Let let yay get another fucking sponsorship. I seen you niggas in Balenciaga Crocs. Yeah, the the the, the yay boots that y'all oh, that everyone fuck? was talking about, the squeaky SpongeBob yay boots. Those are Balenciaga Crocs. So like, bro, do we have to stop wearing Crocs because they're in coots with Balenciaga? I mean, y'all oh do what y'all do, bro. Oh God, I'm not a, I'm not a designer nigga. I've never had Balenciaga, um, so so I don't know. But this shit is just crazy, bro. Like I said, um, I'm I'm not shocked to see things like this. We've seen it with uh, Gucci. We've seen it with H and M. They did some bullshit. I remember. We now we're seeing it with with Balenciaga. So, I mean. What what are we gonna do about it now? Are we gonna stop wearing the brand? Are you guys gonna stop no, buying no, Balenciaga? No, they're not gonna stop. Like, what the fuck? They're not gonna stop at all, Corey. I have a I have Balenciaga's apology though. It's a little lengthy, so I'm only gonna read certain parts, the important parts. They said, <clears throat> "Quote: We would like to address the controversy surrounding our recent ad campaigns. We strongly condemn child abuse. It was never our intent to include it in our narrative. You're a fucking liar. Let mm -hmm. me go on." The two separate ad campaigns in question reflect a series of grievous errors for which Balenciaga takes responsibility. That was not an error. Let me go on. <clears throat> Let me just get to the important part. Let's see. Yada, yada. The first campaign, the gift. Yeah, yeah, I'm not reading that part. While internal and external investigations are ongoing, we are taking the following actions. We're closely revising our organization and collective ways of working, reinforcing the structures around our creative processes and the validation steps. We want to ensure that the new controls mark a pivot and will prevent this from happening again. We are laying the groundwork with organizations who specialize in child protection and aim 
at ending child abuse and exploitation. We want to learn from our mistakes and identify ways we can contribute. Uh, Balenciaga reiterate, uh, reiterates its sincere apologies for the offense we have caused and extends its apologies to talents and partners. That is total bullshit. Hey, great PR work, guys, but you're full of shit. That is the... Mo- <laughs> like, come on. I can understand... If somebody from Balenciaga were to have came out and made a statement that they said something bad in the statement, you completely planned, organized, and formulated this photo shoot. Yeah, that's not something that you don't know is not happening. It was done with complete intention, so I'm not sure what we mean by... It was never our intent to include it in our narrative. Mm. You took a picture with Supreme Court documents. Specifically for children with a campaign that's about children. Why didn't you get the Roe v. Wade documents? Why did you just not do that? Why didn't you get any <laughs> other Supreme Court documents? Right. Do, why didn't we get the, the civil rights documents, guys? Yeah, I was just going to say, what is it? Uh, I can't. I'm not even going to try to remember. Let's, why didn't we get Plessy versus Ferguson? That's what I was going to say. I can remember the Plessy part. But yeah, I don't, I don't know, bro. I don't know. But I'm not shocked, man. These brands continue to show us that they don't have our best interests at heart. They don't give a fuck. They, they promote things like this on purpose, man. Like. The, I don't, I don't want to go deep into conspiracies, but like, bro, like these brands, they're they're behind shit that we just don't know. They're behind agendas and propagandas. They they try to push this shit to us for a reason. But yeah, you know, child pornography. I don't know about that one. Like other shit, I know they were trying to push. But why would you try to push child pornography? I don't get that one. I don't get that one. The same Ikari. It is. Tell th- me. This Ed- is, educate me, bro. We're just seeing it in fashion. Okay. Rocco's Modern Life. Rocco used to be a sex li- phone line operator. Yep. SpongeBob and Patrick had a fucking baby. <laughs> uh, you, Disney. Fucking Disney recently. You seen that? Yeah. Um, what the fuck? Disney bro? had some pretty fucking crazy questioning uh, on some wording they put up on, on, I think that was the Santa Claus. They have a new series out for um, the Santa Claus with Tim Allen. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he's actually on that or if it's just a, a new rendition. Right. Um, yeah, y'all can't say that. <laughs> Disney. It's, it's Santa. Disney. Not, y'all not the other word. D- Disney. <laughs> y'all can't say that, man. That's crazy, bro. <laughs> Yo, what the fuck, Kids man? Kids watch Disney Channel, bro, and they, you know, all right. If you don't know, look it up, man. This is you're just seeing shit in the fashion realm. Be- and it's it's brand new to us because mm-hmm. you don't see it in We've the fashion. Seen it, yeah. You've seen it in TV to the point that it's normalized that they put adult agendas and hidden agendas in the kids' shows. So by the time that these kids are 17 and 18 and 19 and 20, it's normal. I, have y'all not seen? There are Looney Tune videos, and I'm not going to get myself canceled because they don't want us saying all the, that. They don't want us going against the agendas. There are Looney Tune videos of people blowing their own brains out. Why would a kid need to see that? They're training you for your future. You didn't even know suicide was a thing. But but now you think it's okay. Hmm. I'm not gonna keep going because they're gonna they're gonna shadow ban us. But I'm not black, I'm OJ. <laughs> okay. Okay. 
<laughs> okay. Chill out, man. Chill out, bro. But yeah, I'm I'm not gonna give y'all everything. Y'all should have this game too. Yeah, yeah. I I don't need to tell everybody everything. <clears throat> Are we ready to move on? I'm ready, dog. Let's get the fuck out of yes. This. Let's get the fuck out of this and let's get the fuck out of here. Um. The 40-year anniversary of Michael Jackson's thriller got shut down um, by the AMAs. Mm -hmm. It was supposed to be performed by Chris Brown. I think Sierra even had a part that she was supposed to come out and do that we actually saw. Um, We had some more on this. Did you have the reason the AMAs cited he couldn't perform? Yeah, so if you remember on the last episode, we we had just got news that they had canceled the performance. So we were trying to figure out why the fuck would you cancel a performance First of all, starring Chris Chris Brown because we saw the rehearsals. He was dancing his ass off, and then he's honoring Michael Jackson. It's a tribute to Michael Jackson. Thriller, Forty Years, the greatest album, selling album of all time. Why would you cancel that? What would you need to cancel something like, that would be so so glamorizing? Like, what's the yeah, we we no, could we could say any word? So instrumental. Okay. Okay. To music's foundation, to okay. pop music's foundation, to the American Music Awards. Yep, yep. But go on. Yeah, so they finally uh, came out. AMA's their production company. They responded. They said in a statement, spokesperson clarified that the tribute being pulled was a matter of creative direction and no fault of Chris Brown's. This is, quote, live shows change all the time. It's the nature of this business. Unfortunately, this element of the AMAs didn't come together as we couldn't align on the performance to no fault of Chris Brown. Absolutely not. Fucking liar. Yeah, I don't I don't agree with that, bro. There are two. There were two alleged reasons that were going around. One of them is completely egregious. And if they canceled him because of that whole um, domestic violence mixed with. Uh, Michael Jackson's child allegations mm. that is egregious yep and that was the only thing remember when we were when we were asking we were like bro like if it's that are we for real I would never excuse anyone ever no, um never. committing domestic Trust violence me. what I'm saying and, and don't take this for excusing any man at the minds uh, any man at the age of 19 that has grown up does not have the same mindset more than 10 years later yeah man i mean you you gotta you gotta allow people to make mistakes and like we said we know what happened but i also i also want to let you guys know that they both put their hands on each other this wasn't just chris brown i'm just saying man like i'm just saying bro it's all the video Bro, I know, I know he went crazy, but that that was a situation where they were both putting their hands on each other. You know what I'm saying? So like, we Rihanna doesn't get the backlash that Chris Brown gets. I don't think she should. I know he beat her ass, or bro. He beat the fuck out of her. But what I'm saying is like, bro, it was a mistake a long time ago. We've moved on. That's that's you know the point saying? that I'm getting to. Um, I'm not trying to lessen anything, but it's just like, damn, anybody that has grown up. That's even listening to this pod, watching this pod. If you're 25 or 26 or 27, 28, somewhere near 30, anything like that, you're not the same person you were when you were 19. You have moved on from your childish ways. Nobody is excusing the fact that he hit Rihanna or that he might have hit or have done whatever he did with Karuchi or whatever it was. 
allow people to grow the fuck up. Yeah, allow people to own up to their mistakes. He's own up to his mistakes. He's apologizing. He's changed, like you said, bro. Like he's not even on shit like that. I he's don't. A daughter I don't, that he has to set an example for these days. Right. Exactly. There's. There's just. There's so many things that we could just say. Like, why the fuck would you do this? And Mike was acquitted. <laughs> I'm not gonna speak on Michael Jackson. No, we don't have to speak. We ain't, we ain't gotta <laughs> speak on Mike. on Mike, especially situation. after that goddamn dirty ass doc came out. <laughs> fuck Oprah, number one. Fuck you, Oprah. I'm not talking about that, Mike. That's why bro. I don't fuck it. People want to wonder why I always say fuck Oprah. It's that's that, why I say fuck Oprah because uh, Oprah was good friends with Fucky Har- uh, uh, Harvey Weinstein yeah, yeah. and dropped the Michael doc first, right, whether that's right. true or not. Right. So um, why the fuck would you go that route when you have this? You have this at and this is true in your backyard. Right. You knew this you nigga knew. was doing. That's another reason why I don't fuck with Oprah because y'all kept fucking with Oprah after the Harvey Weinstein shit and just said he didn't fucking know. If y'all expected Felicia Rashad to know what the fuck Cosby was doing, you should have fucking expected Oprah to know what the fuck Harvey Weinstein was doing. And y'all don't hold her fucking accountable. And I'ma hold her and that bitch Gail accountable. <laughs> Stop playing with me, man. Fuck both of them. Cause she sat up there and did that shit to R. Kelly. Facts, facts, R. Facts. Kelly, of course, deserved that of shit. Course. She didn't do it. To- but why does it have to be us? I, but I, I know they want to get the story, bro. But I, don't hammerhead the culture yeah, before bro. you hammerhead. It's fucked up, motherfuckers that you know out here dirty. Go get Harvey. Yeah, bro, it's fucked up. What was I on fucking Oprah for? I don't for? fucking know, bro. <laughs> and, then, and then you know what? I'll just gonna say. Then they just get to commit suicide and it's fucking over. I hate to. Who talking about? Then that nigga die. Harvey. Not Harvey. Who, that who is committed suicide, that bro. is um Harvey still alive? Harvey Weinstein is still alive. You're talking about the guy that had his own island specifically um, for okay, my fault. Um, for that Epstein. Epstein. You're Harvey Weinstein. You're thinking Epstein, of Epstein. Epstein. Um, sick fucks. Yeah, I don't care who that it is. shit too. Now we had the Epstein. We had a million Epstein documentaries, but um. I was talking about them running the the Michael, the Michael Jackson, Jackson documentary. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I still don't. Oh, that's the second theory. Was I, I didn't watch the entire AMAs, but I heard that another reason why was because Carucci presented an award at the AMAs, and that that could have been some sort of conflict, and. Um, if you think about it from the politics side, the blowback side, if this comes to social media, is there a bigger blowback from Chris Brown not being able to perform the 40th anniversary of Michael due to quote unquote unknown reasons? Or does the AMAs want Karuchi coming back going, they canceled my my award presentation because my abuser was going to be there? Mm. I think there's a much bigger blowback with the Karuchi one. So they said, let's do some damage control. Let's cut the whole fucking thing. They're black anyway. Okay. <laughs> They're see, black see, y- y'all, are, y'all are laughing. I'm dead serious because if it was a white no, act, they wouldn't do it. I know, I know, but I wouldn't expect you to say that. I'm, you me I'm sorry, and I'm sure I probably caught the listenership off guard too. Yeah. I'm not joking. Nah, bro. We know. I'm, not, I'm not joking. We know, man. It's some shit like, ah, there are some niggers anyway. So, I mean, yeah, fuck can't cancel their fucking performance. Yeah. They'll get over it. We do it all the time anyway. Yeah, which 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 we will, and then we'll be back next year. They'll they'll try to uh, give a tribute to fucking James Brown, a prince, and somebody else will will step up there and and perform and dance their ass off like they didn't just cancel Chris Brown the year before. Like we gotta stop giving them our time. We gotta say no. Corey, this is going back. 
This is going back to the Kanye argument. They're not saying no because they're all in bed. I feel you, man. And they're gonna cancel me if I if I say no. Fuck this. Yeah, I feel you. They need. It's just there's so many pussy celebrities in this circle that everybody could come together and say they can't say fuck us all, but there's scared. There's the percentage that's scared, so they're not gonna roll with everybody that's willing to unionize and say fuck them all because there's that there's that portion of the NFL that says. I can't kneel with Cap because I'll lose my job. I lose my job. I have a family to support. Blah blah. Think about it like that. Yeah, yeah that- I, I get him, bro. I get him. I trust me. I do. But I'm like you, man. Like if we if we all come together, we all stand tall. Like there's nothing that we can't accomplish, bro. I just I believe that in my heart on everything. It's been proven, nigga. It's slavery. When we finally decided to stand up against ourselves, nigga, we when we rebelled, we won. When we finally decide that we we can have our own community that stands for something besides. February, we'll we'll make it work because yeah. uh, there's Pride Month, but the LGBTQ community moves as fucking one. They move mountains, bro. We've just seen in the last month, the Jewish community will band together and fuck your life. They move mountains, man. Another one, the Asian community. Well, fuck. You see how fast your life bills get passed. When you remember when when all that discrimination was going on with them, yeah, and rightfully so, that things should happen for everybody. I, I'm I'm not I'm not against change, but what I'm saying it is happened like, in the first sixty days of Biden being in office. What I'm saying is like, bro, this has been four hundred years of slavery the, yeah, and we, discrimination. The Emmett Till bill just got passed. They just it's been sitting on the desk of the president since Emmett Till died. This last election slavery was on the ballot still for multiple states (laughs) like what the fuck are we doing all right i don't know man you there were still people voting on on keeping slave terms in the legislation lynching just became what is it a a crime like this year or the last year because of the the same shit i'm talking about with the the, the mnt okay it's been sitting on the president's table for years and years and years biden gets in does the 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 bill for the the asian bill in Mm -hmm. the first 60 days Mm -hmm. which y'all love the fucking democrats because they support the black people though huh Shut the fuck up, man. <laughs> Stop fucking talking to me, man. Stop fucking talking to me. This nigga Biden wrote the crime bill that crippled our fu- Let's get into the song. Please. I'm done. No, no, no. We need to go ahead and get out of here. Yeah, bro. <laughs> this podcast I'm is going to get us shadow banned. <laughs> oh, man. Um, no, I'm literally getting hot. Yeah, bro. Um, let's get the fuck out of here. I'm not doing this with y'all. This is episode 194. I'm glad to be back, Kari. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, let's let's get out of here, man. It's the Rising Ground Podcast. Your boy, Roderick. Yes, sir. Jakari, we out. All right, man. We out. I'm in it for the rush now. Fuck music, it don't pay my bitch It only takes up all my time I decline when you hit me up, hit me up I'm in it for the rush now Don't try to convince me otherwise
bitch don't hold it Not once, not twice But every time I rise up I fuck it Okay My death is anticipated highly That was me facilitating robberies I'm like a hardware store I take a key and start making copies Kill me, it's gonna take a posse You thinking wisely And I refuse to let you dudes patronize me I charge a hundred for an A for broccoli You heard about me I got enough greenhouses to play Monopoly Caught cases selling yang and lobbies Few bitches I fuck had ugly faces with amazing bodies. I'm frustrated when a hater by me. I took my bank statements and made a diary. That's great advisory, huh? I ain't waiting till the label sign me. I had illegal empires that probably generate the same as Gazi's. I remember playing on them side streets. Then I built a brand with my brothers like the Wayans and the Osleys. Yeah. I know you probably heard I gave them crumbs. Then I made a run and rap, gave it back and donated funds. Provided jobs for my neighbor's sons Built foundations to save the slums While talking about cocaine and guns My ex told me we don't date because I'm too self-centered I spent more time counting than making love A contractor, I could make a plug I contacted with a load and a number sweeter than maple syrup That first million dollars gave me courage I'm FaceTiming bosses, talking in the camera like I'm Katie Kirk Can't hear you, my new Mercedes Perrin Ain't a day that I ain't earned or a favor a nigga ain't returned I'm booked in cities, put work in them same town Stepped on it, I came down with footwork like I'm James Brown And don't mistake the shit that they say for the same style These street politics for civilians, I break down, uh I straddle lines of cracking rhymes But this old school lack of minds look like I just traveled back in time I shed it, wait, my crew half the size Nigga, I built a band with my brothers like the Jackson 5 Thoughts are matching us, then your plan's absurd